Hello, happy new year, and welcome to Love in the Time of Hydra, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 10th anniversary podcast. On this day, 10 years ago, Tuesday, January 7th, 2014, not much was happening in the world, honestly. I had to stretch this one out a little bit. Uh, the number one movie that day was one of my and Tony's all-time favorite movies, Martin Scorsese's The Wolf of Wall Street. Fuck the yeah. top song in the U.S. was The Monster by Eminem featuring Rihanna. The day before, <laughs> SNL had just hired Sashir Zamata, who is going to be in the Agatha series this year. The day before, Downton Abbey's season three premiere pulled in record numbers for PBS, so it's a good thing it wasn't today up against Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And the world was still one year away from recognizing a very important ho holiday, National Bobblehead Day. But... Ah. The most important thing that happened on this day 10 years ago was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s 11th episode, The Magical Place, aired on ABC at 8, 7 Central. Hello, I am Jamie Jirak, and I'm here with my co-host, boyfriend, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. novice, Tony Paletto. Hi, Tony. Hi, Jamie. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching and joining. We're really excited to be back. Oh, so excited, Tony. And I'm excited for you to introduce our first guest of the year. Oh, first guest of 2024 if i had known it would have been such a distinguished honor i might have picked somebody else but this guy <laughs> uh is uh is a friend of mine i've known him for a long time so if you guys saw or listened to the uh podcast where we had molly mccook you might have heard that her and i met in an acting class seth and i met in this same class so all three of us know each other uh he's a good dude i had the pleasure of uh, doing a play with him some years ago and we've kept in touch but his name is seth ginsburg bring out seth ginsburg right now you're so welcome uh we're uh check out his uh youtube and his instagram at aging millennials he's doing some funny comedy shit on there uh thank so you, this is you. seth i want to say uh seth and i did uh i directed and seth acted in a production of a few good men this was like yeah. eight years ago um now yeah seth, do you remember the character uh lieutenant jack ross uh that that jeremy played yeah do yeah. you want to take a guess who originated that role on Broadway? No, I don't. I don't think I want to take a guess. Okay, no. that's fine. <laughs> the answer is Clark Gregg. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually kind of, that's crazy. That's what, pretty crazy. The, yeah, that was the that, yeah, that Clark is. Gregg was the original. Yeah. Wow. He's a theater boy. He is a theater that, boy. That, <laughs> wow. How poetic, honestly. Indeed. Extremely. Yeah, Clark yeah. is cool. connected to all of us in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. It's like the Kevin Bacon he's, thing, right? He, exactly. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah. he's pure magic. Uh, Seth. Right. By the way, Bacon I just want to say that role in the movie. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the fact that Wolf of Wall Street came out ten years ago is also just so upsetting. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Time yeah. is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we normally uh, we always start the show, Seth, talking about what we were doing ten years ago today, and my time hop didn't tell me, but I I want to assume I was watching Wolf of Wall Street. I know I did it in a double, yes. a triple feature with Philomena, and I want to say an animated what? movie. It was a long day at the move at the theater, but Wolf of wow. Wall Street is my favorite Scorsese. It's one of my. It's in my top one hundred favorite films of all time. I think it's Great genuinely movie. one of the funniest films ever made. So I'm just going to talk about how I that I was probably watching that 10 years ago uh tony what were you doing 10 years ago i was rafting through peru wait actually <laughs> oh huh? i mean i don't know why every every time someone asks me what i was doing 10 years ago i give them an answer and people always seem so <laughs> baffled and confused it's uh yeah you know what was, i wouldn't that, put it past my... you to be honest i really wouldn't there you go they, that <laughs> <Yeah>. confirmed <laughs> oh it's a bit that i don't care for seth but seth what were you doing 10 years ago Oh God! Uh, not buying into Bitcoin, probably. That's probably an important. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely was not doing that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we have two liars on the show or not. I guess <laughs> I don't know you well enough. <laughs> this is fun because uh, this is kind of the first time that we have a guest that I I don't really know. I don't know Seth. We met once briefly uh, a while yeah. back, and I'm excited to learn a little bit about you today. Absolutely. I'm uh, stoked to be on here. Seriously, thank you guys so much for inviting me. Oh, you're so uh, welcome, buddy. When yeah. Tony said he had a friend who liked S.H.I.E.L.D., I was like, well, he, and then he's my friend, too. That's I'm just a big Marvel nerd in general, actually. I just love Marvel. Yes. I read comics when I was growing up and stuff like that as a kid. So, like, Marvel stuff is a, it's a big, big part of me, for sure. 
you're right Love at home. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. W- welcome. Before uh, uh, I want to say hello to uh, everyone in the chat, everyone listening, uh, I do want to point out that uh, Philippe in the chat says that um, we were discussing if Tony is if Tony should still be called a novice. And uh, when people think that, right, you kind of deserve to be level one at this point since you have seen oh. half one. So uh, oh, I, don't, I don't mind bumping you up to a level one clearance. I'm a level one novice. I, I think I think you're level one clearance. I think you've. you've oh shit! That's well, pretty I, cool. You dude. know, thanks, Seth. I appreciate that. I, I think that maybe <laughs> we could uh, we could do a, a an Instagram poll like what my different uh, rankings can be as I go through the you know what what am I just called level one or am I a level one novice? Like, does it have a cool name and do I sound mm. better? Um, we, we will take it, yeah, take to the chat, figure it out. I do want to shout out everyone who's here watching live because that means you're here instead of watching the Golden Globes. And I don't yeah. I don't think you guys really understand what a big deal it is that I'm not watching the Golden Globes right now. When I was in the seventh grade, I had to write an essay about my favorite uh, favorite day of my life. And I was like, I'm 13, my life is boring. Can I make it up? And my teacher was like, sure. And I wrote about winning a Golden Globe uh, for starring in a movie alongside my best friend, John Travolta. Uh, and I thanked my <laughs> husband, Vigo Mortensen. So um, not yeah. quite how things panned out for me, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, Tony, I, you want to- I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tony, I if, if Vigo, Vigo walks man. in. <laughs> It's true. I nothing. Oh, <laughs> fucking Aragorn. What am I going to do? Uh, okay, but chat, uh, chat, thank you all for being here. This is just a friendly reminder. Tag your spoilers. Uh, just write spoiler alert before you discuss anything that happens on the show after the episode we're discussing. Producer Maria Spertolozzi is monitoring the chat, and she will beat you up if you break the rules. Hi, Maria. I will. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, that's, she will. That's how I start every year, by Got threatening you, right. to beat up wrongdoers. <laughs> Maria actually started the year by sleeping on our couch because we were <laughs> sorry. Good toasty for the new year. Yes, she did. Oh, we had fun. Um, so Seth, you mentioned ooh, uh, so that you sorry. are <laughs> ooh, for those who are uh, only listening, we had a fun little uh, Hollywood Squares moment, but we're back. <laughs> Um, so you mentioned that you are you're a Marvel fan, and I know that you're yeah. a fan of Agents of Shield. Did you watch all seven seasons? Have you rewatched it at all? So to be honest, no, I did not watch all seven seasons. It definitely okay. fell off. It fell off for me personally, but I, I think it's just because I was watching other things or something. But mm-hmm. I did rewatch up until the point that we are discussing today, just to refresh my memory because wow. I hadn't watched it since it came out. To be honest. Wow. I love that because to me, that means that like you can just watch along with this podcast for the next seven years and keep being a guest. (laughs) And then when we get to the point in the show that you haven't seen, that'll be really exciting. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. I'm ready. Uh, Keep on going. Do you remember how far you made it? Uh, I think middle of second season somewhere, Mm -hmm. I want to say. Yeah, somewhere Mm -hmm. around there. So early. This inspires you to like... Keep, no, you know, actually, because I rewatched it. it. No, because I was rewatching it. I was like, you know what? Actually, I kind of want to finish this show now. Uh, and so Fantastic. I think I probably will, actually. Good. Good. We can get you back on. Yeah. Yeah. Assuming yes. you don't totally fuck this up. But yeah. <laughs> Look, listen, the man, pressure's it's my on. That I probably will. So let's just see how this goes. Okay. <laughs> The only thing to say is you don't just don't spoil things for Tony. That's the only rule of the show. You can you can curse, you can go crazy. Uh, that's what we're here for. Uh, but let's talk about this episode. Uh, the yeah. episode is The Magical Place. It was written by Paul Spachewski, uh, who was an ex- executive producer on the show for the first four seasons. He also wrote our previous fave, Fizzed. Um, and he co-wrote this episode with Brent Fletcher, who was a supervising producer on the first season before becoming an executive producer for the rest of the series run. Uh, Brett previously wrote episode five, The Girl in the Flower Dress, and wrote at least one or two episodes every season. As previously mentioned back in episode five, wow. he also wrote my favorite episode of season seven that Tony will finally get to see in the year 2030. Wow, that's right. So if you do an episode of this a week, it's going to be that long before he sees that episode. That's seven years. I know it's, and you'll be like what fifty-seven by then? How I'll be, I'll be (laughs) fifty-seven. Wow, that's crazy. Good Mm -hmm. Good math. Yeah, Yeah. almost like Vigo's age. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, uh, I'm out if if that's acceptable. Yeah. (laughs) 
So the the magical place was written by Kevin Hooks, or I'm sorry, directed by Kevin Hooks, who would go on to direct one episode in season two and another in season five. He has a huge history of directing TV back going back to the '80s. His Marvel credits also include an episode of The Punisher. Uh, check out his IMDb; it's packed. It's crazy. He was also an actor, and his last acting credit was playing a restaurant manager in Wait for It, Shallow Hal in two thousand one. <laughs> Wait, is get it? Out of here. Hold on. Is, yeah. it, is he the restaurant manager when uh, Fat Gwyneth Paltrow breaks the chair and it's a it's a bit about how heavy uh, she is? Honestly, I blocked that movie out. It's one of the. It's, that movie's an abomination. It, it, it has it, to be that. You know what's even crazier is I just watched that movie for the first time like two or three weeks ago. No joke. Weird. Oh. That's weird. It's super weird because my buddy was like, "Oh, dude, you've never seen this. We should watch this." And then as I'm watching it, I was like, "Dude, why are we? this is insane? This is an it's, insane movie. It's fucked yeah. up. It's, it's really yeah. fucked it's up. It's wild, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't like I can't believe that movie was ever made. And the fact that Gwyneth Paltrow like did that after she did like huge things, right? She had yeah. done big things at that point. It's crazy. I mean, that movie crazy. that show how was a big ass movie. That was a big ass hit. And yeah, uh, I remember I... it feeling gross and it <laughs> Yeah, it's so mm -hmm. bad. It's so bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, being an 11-year-old girl in 2001 was really hard, just so you guys know. Not an oh easy time to be, like, a middle schooler yeah. when movies yeah. like that were coming out. But anyway, wow. if you've never seen Shallow Hell, don't. That's the that's today's tip. There's uh, really no reason the, to. Yeah. The cast, uh, we got our core six back, and this episode had many returning guest stars. Saffron Burroughs as Victoria Hand, Ruth Nega as Raina, Colin Douglas as Edison Poe, Ron Glass as The Doctor, and J. August Richards as Mike Peterson back in the credits. This episode also features one of my favorite comedic actors, Rob Hubel, as Lloyd Rathman. And in the episode, the bus is taken over by sh the S.H.I.E.L.D. higher-ups who are more focused on taking down Senatepede than finding the kidnapped Coulson. So the team must take matters into their own hands as Coulson finally learns the truth about Tahiti. So uh, it's uh, it's exciting. Uh, before we get into the breakdown, Seth, what, what are your initial thoughts on this episode? Did you like this episode? How did it feel to jump back in? Yeah, no, I did. I did. I think this episode's a pretty pivotal one, honestly. It's pretty big. I mean, you get to finally see some of what actually happened to Agent Coulson in, in, after the Battle of New York. So, I mean, yeah, I thought this episode was pretty exciting in the fact that you finally get a little, little taste, a little taste of it, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. Tony? Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, uh, well, I I can just go ahead and tell you, I was, re you requested that I do my uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode ranking, which I have since done. Um, mm -hmm. So I could just bang that out real quick uh, and let you know that season one, episode six is number one. Uh, mm -hmm. Season Fizzed. one, episode 11, 11 is the, the magical place is number two. Uh, wow. It's my second favorite. Um, it's a good episode. It goes, it's really good. Uh, and yeah. then it goes episode 10, The Bridge. Episode 7, The Hub. Episode 3, The Asset. Episode 4, I Spy. Episode 2, 084. Episode 1, The Pilot. Episode 8, The Well. Episode 5, Girl in the Flower Dress. Episode 9, Repairs. That's my current ranking. Okay. Uh, pretty yeah. good. Um, I, I think that uh, The Well is a little too high. <laughs> no, I repairs being last is correct. But the fact that you're top two and that you both written by the same writer, that's I think I, is yeah. pretty telling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's indicative of how good of a writer that guy is. But uh, yeah. I, I, I thought this episode was excellent. Um, you know, obviously the season, season one, episode 10 uh, ended on a cliffhanger. So I liked that. We, I always think it's smart work when you jump back into something after that. And it's not, you're not picking up, immediately where you left off your uh it gives it's more it's more engaging if you start a little bit ahead and you the audience has to sort of put together where we are and what's happened and so there was all of this uh interesting interplay happening between the characters i really liked it and obviously getting to to see uh colson and ruth nega just act their asses off in that last scene of of i mean yeah. gosh Clark Craig's so fucking good. And so yeah. is she. Like they just they just did such amazing work. That was such a joy to watch. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. That's what what I love about this episode is their performances, the two of them together. Yep. I mean, Ruth Nega, the way she her persuasiveness as Reyna is just next level. It's crazy. I really like this episode. I, I, it's not one of my favorites just because it's not really like 
on its own, there's not a lot going for it, but that's maybe not true. Cause I really like the sky stuff. Um, it's just, a, it's just a solid episode. It, when I think yeah. of season one, it's not like a top one I think about, but it's still great. Yeah. At this point we're cooking with gas. There is, are very few duds in the rest of the season, in my opinion. By, by the way, still- the CGI in this episode still holds up. Which Thank is- you. Yeah. Thank you. you know I was going to say something actually. Yeah. The, the, when the bus has to change course, it does yeah. this really radical, like hits the brakes and like the, the things pop out. Yeah. And I was like, this is the best effects I've seen in the show so far. Like the plane just goes. Like they like, spent some money skateboard. on that. It was crazy. They sure did. Like I liked yeah. it a lot. For nine I wrote years that ago, in my, I wrote it in my notes because Tony made like such a gasp when that, when the bus did like it's weird midair turn. Uh, Mark Kolpak. We always got to shout out Mark Kolpak, the VFX crushed crush crush this show um and eventually did get emmy nominations i don't believe for this season though um but okay breaking down the episode and this episode guys had a commentary which means uh this is a chunky one because there's a lot to talk about because i listened to the commentary tony can't listen to the commentary because they talk about spoilers so from future episodes so we have to be careful so i listened to it on my own but the episode starts with a deal for the chitari goods this is the first time we actually see van chant who is mentioned in the pilot and an i spy we first see ward yeah breaking into this guy's flat in paris that's the first episode and then he's the one that Akila is after an i spy and i gotta tell you it doesn't matter that i've seen this 10 times i forgot who he was when i saw him i yeah. only remembered because clark Gregg said it in the commentary so the commentary is clark Gregg, chloe bennett and brent fletcher those are the three doing the commentary and clark knows the show like the back of his hand. It's like, it's, it's crazy that he's like, Oh th- yeah, this guy, he's the Akila episode. I'm like, he knows Akila's name. That's crazy to me. A one-off character. Like he, Clark is just God, like, I he just, knows the show. He's just, so much. He, the dude is just, you know, he's smart, smart guy. He, he's very smart mm-hmm. and he's considerate. I love the man. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I thank you for answering that because I was like, Van Chant, Van Chant. Like, I don't recognize this guy's face, but I'm sure we've met this guy because of the name. So thank you for, clarifying we've been hearing that name for three episodes prior yeah seth having just binged it did you even remember who he was when, when no, he showed no. Up you know what's yeah. funny is i had already forgotten who he was by the time she broke into the guy's house and was on his computer and we're like oh this is van chats whatever and i was like wait who's van chat again i literally already forgot who he was at that point i was like <laughs> oh yeah it's the it's the it's the freaking guy Dude, that, yeah. he, I don't know. He's just that typical. He's the typical guy. He's the typical guy. Yeah, he's that guy. He's just <laughs> he's like the guy, guy who was on the island episode, you know, uh, with, with, with Sky. Like the rich dude uh, yeah. who's trying to court her. Like, yeah. he, I, I was like, he's not that guy, is he? That's a different guy. That was, but that yeah. was the vibe I got from him. It's just mm-hmm. the same guy. Yeah, it's, it's that guy. Very similar. Um, yeah. So. In the beginning, the S.H.I.E.L.D. team busts in. May is all badass. Ward is still hurt. We saw him in the last episode get shot, and they kind of left it open-ended, but they didn't leave us any room to, like, be worried about him. He's back in the field, even though it's only been 36 hours since he yeah. got shot. When um, Simmons is checking his wound in the commentary, Chloe says, you guys need to stop talking because Brent has his shirt off. And then Brent, uh, the writer, says, this is a way to not get notes from ABC. M- basically meaning, like, early on in the show, they were just really banking on Brett Dalton being pretty and being hot. They, were just they really leaned into it. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, it makes sense. Great. He is a handsome man. Handsome guy. He's mm-hmm. a handsome man. Yeah. He really mm-hmm. is. Uh, t- Tony, uh, were you weren't concerned about this gunshot wound? Did you even remember he was shot? I, no. You asked me at the end of uh, <laughs> at the end of uh, our season or episode ten uh, podcast, and I was like, "You were like, oh, Tony, uh, oh, Ward's been shot." I'm like, "He's fine. Like, they're not." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and also, should, uh, can you can you give, give Seth the quick story about how I can't be afraid of, of, of he, Ward getting hurt? Yeah, it's so funny because we're gonna have to tell this story like every episode. Basically, long story short, Seth, I was interviewing Brett Dalton recently, and uh, cool. I asked a Shield question, and Tony was in the other room and overheard Brett say that he dies three times on the show. So the only spoiler <laughs> Tony has for the show came from Brett Dalton. He knows Brett no Dalton is going way. to. Is going to die eventually. Anytime Brett Dalton gets hurt, I'm remarkably unconcerned. Like, I'm he's like, invincible, basically, dude. Yeah. 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 So anyway, no, I, I 
I wasn't worried about it. Uh, it I was like, but I did the, like, you know, it's funny. He's doing shit. He's like, ow, my shoulder. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's like, you got shot two days ago, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, that was fun. Well, even when he gets the, 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 the skin shot and like the second or third episode, when it just grazes him on the side and then she's like, right. Oh my God, were you shot? He's like, mm, don't even worry about it. I'm like, dude, this yeah. guy, he just doesn't yeah, even I, care. He didn't he even bandage the wound, dude. He's just, he annoys yeah, the no. piss out of me. <laughs> yeah, when he's sitting on the plane and he's like bleeding out of his side, and he's like, Fine, yeah, drinking whiskey. Leave him like, I'm you, good. You're dumb. All right. Yeah. Felipe in the, in the chat is mad that we just spoiled uh, War Dying for Seth. But once Tony gets spoiled, it's everybody gets spoiled. And he's got uh, plot that's... armor anyway. There's no way he dies. He's got plot armor. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hashtag protect Seth is now trending with hashtag protect Tony. Get it trending um, on Twitter. Well, Let's go. Heck, yes. Oh, uh, so Victoria <laughs> Hand is back. She's taken over the bus, trying to bring down Centipede, but it's only been 36 hours. So the team is like, uh, we got to get our boy Colson. And right. I like that the core team is really working together seamlessly. Fitz is giving orders. Everyone is in sync. You'd think a month had passed the way that they're all, right. you know, in it. Yeah. Uh, wh what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I did think that it was more than 36 hours. That's for sure. But I was I feel that it, way. It, yeah. It was, yeah, I was heartened to see that they were um, they were being a well-oiled machine, uh, but also doing new stuff. You know, they, like they had the cute thing where uh, they're using the seven dwarves as like an, an attack, uh, as attack drones, or sort of at least to sort of push the guy in the right direction. So they're 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 really they're they're working their asses off. I'm happy to see it. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I will say one of my favorite things the show constantly does throughout, and I've, it's happened a few times since my rewatching, is the the classic shot when all five of them are just standing in a line, like ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it happened in this episode as well. And I was like, God, every time you got to have that shot, dude. And it mm -hmm. just, you know, it makes me smile. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got to get those ABC promos, which I just realized I haven't been sharing the TV promos on Instagram. I, I've been forgetting. I got to get back into that because those are really fun. You can pretty much find Seth every commercial from ABC for every episode on YouTube. And they're really fun wow. to watch because they're they're so network TV. So network. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. So. Sky is still leashed with her little tech thing, and Hand asks May if Sky will be useful on the plane, and May says, nope. And it's funny, Chloe says in the commentary that when she read that in the script, she was so shocked, because it really is like a cold delivery. But of course, we eventually learn that May is just smart, and one step ahead of everybody. Uh, Tony, did you see that coming, or did you think May was just being a bitch? I wrote down, May is a meanie pants. Uh, which I which I really really meant at the time because so like, I know that you. thank you I know that yeah. she you know is kind of May is hampered with this whole thing of like uh, May will you help me find my mom and dad and May's like fuck off like I get that she's just kind of fed up with her but I thought that that was especially brutal so I was relieved to learn that that was just May being tactical and letting yeah. uh, and, and and letting Sky do her business which by the way best sky business we've had in the whole show so far like i'm so proud of her she hustled yeah. she's so good i'm i'm yeah. all of my all of my sky reservations that i came in with i think are completely gone now um oh i love I'm that i'm really just a fan yeah uh, i think ward's still kind of a tit even though i don't like hate him uh but but i am like i'm in sky is cool sky is cool if Agents of Shield super fans Jackie and Sari are listening, they're going to be very happy to learn that you came around on Sky. They were they were pretty sad about that. She um, is pretty dope. Seth, I will say yeah, she's Seth, pretty dope. Of the core six, do you have a favorite? My favorite. I, I mean, it would be lame of me to say Colson, I guess. But uh, no, that's fair. Uh, I mean, it's like he's just he's just such the fucking man. You know, he, is he really man. is just the fucking man. No, it would either be him. Or honestly, Fitzsimmons as as a as a unit, as just a mm -hmm. one unit, you know, they're pretty yeah. great. I do respect. Love yeah. So so Warden Fitzsimmons devised this plan for Sky to go rogue and start digging, and they have this cute scene where they give her like a little lunchbox uh, package, and uh, Chloe said that that scene was really hard to get through without laughing because everyone's being kind of seriously silly. Uh, but Sky can't do much with this thing that she devised. So she devises a plan to use the director of wealth management for a firm that has offshore accounts that sky is trying to connect to centipede which is so ridiculous it's so <laughs> ridiculous like yeah. i i really had to write that down and like really read it to, to remember but like, i liked it because that kind of thing like normally that would just be like an exposition dump that like 
a commander hand would say of like, well, we routed his this and that to assert the this and that and in order to determine this. But like what I loved about it in this show, in this episode was like, you were we were feet on the ground every step into that process and it was actually yeah. actually got to but, experience but it also kind of happened that. so fast though at the same time like she just sees him in the magazine and then she's like oh that's my way in right there and then goes and finds well, oh, the conception <laughs> yeah. of the idea does, <laughs> yeah. does definitely happen fast but the execution of the idea yeah i yeah, like yeah. that we get to see all the steps that's yeah, what yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. I, I like that she sees the jacket in the store window and that's like oh i'm gonna be may that's yeah. great, and her pretending so, to be May is so much fun. That's so that so, was that threw me through a loop. I did not expect her to do that at all, to be honest. That was crazy. Yeah, her her seeing the jacket, I was so I was like, okay, what she's gonna you know get a cool jacket, she's gonna use it, and then cut to her carrying the shopping bag, doing like you know dumb white girl gabbing on the phone as like her cover for stealing the SUV. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, wait, did she buy a jacket just so she could get a shopping bag prop? in order to play this character. Um, but then like, okay, no, that's going to be her like Agent May jacket. I'm going to say Sky pretending to be May is hot. And I'm... <laughs> yeah. It's really yeah. hot. I don't like, disagree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Chloe Bennett like, is like, hot, to be honest. Yeah, Chloe sure. Bennett is I mean, hot. And, she's it, like, and yeah. so is Ming-Na Wen. So it's, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. she's like, I'm going to be a tough woman. How do I be like May? And I'm like, that's cute. I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I want to shout out Jeremy in the chat because Jeremy has two props from this episode. One of them being that actual jacket that Sky buys. I know. How is that possible? Uh, so hey, yeah, they, do you have a Age of Shield podcast? Because we do and we can use that <laughs> shit. <laughs> so I have talked to Jeremy on Instagram about about when the season's over, maybe like showcasing his stuff, doing a little video or something. We we had a chat yeah. because Jeremy has some cool shit. A, a couple of years ago, they did a great lot sale of stuff, and I I, I was watching uh. those. I was watching those lots go, and I really consider bidding on some stuff. And there was one thing I really wanted, but it's something that I have tattooed on me, and I'm like, I have it tattooed on me. That's you what know. Is it? Wait, I need to we'll know talk. Now. We'll talk when Tony leaves the room because it's uh, a it's okay. a bit of a spoiler. Um, got it, got it. But anyway, shout out to Jeremy uh, for having really cool shit. I was going to say, wait, Cody's never seen this tattoo? Hold on. <laughs> well, he doesn't get it. He doesn't, you know, we'll talk uh, about I, it. I don't understand <laughs> it. I was like, hold on a second. Um, I cover it every every night. Um, <laughs> every I wrap night. it up. <laughs> so Poe is back. He's trying to get memories from Coulson from after when Coulson died. We're back in Tahiti. Clark said in the commentary that the masseuse was a very good masseuse. Uh, we know that the clairvoyant is behind this. Uh, I'm curious, Tony, do you have theories about the clairvoyant? No, you know, every now and then, yes, about theories. I got to tell you, I don't really generate mm -hmm. Theories or predictions. Uh, I'm just. I'm. I'm on for the ride. I'm. Mm -hmm. I. I would really like for the amount of times they've uh, been touching on things like telekinesis or clairvoyance. Uh, I really would like them to just take the plunge and have that. Have it be real. It seems that everybody's arguing that the that the clair not everybody but characters in this episode were arguing that the person is not actually clairvoyant that that you know he's fooling everybody but uh i'm interested i don't i don't have any theories cool seth without giving anything away do you remember i don't remember who it is okay to be honest cool. or what they Exciting. are uh or nor do i maybe, have any theories either maybe no one maybe it never becomes That's anything right, well i guess we'll find out so That's the clairvoyant uh yeah, the clairvoyant calls Reyna on the phone, and Reyna's really excited because she keeps wanting to talk to the clairvoyant. She finally does. Then the clairvoyant's like, "Put Poe back on the phone," and he gets the yes, and he's like, he and he uses the phone, and he gets all zapped. Uh, and as yeah. Clark Gregg points out in the commentary, we have seen this tech in Iron Man. Jeff Bridges uses it yeah. in the first yeah. Iron Man. I, I remember and, that. Yes. And this is, and so Poe is gone. This is a very unceremonious death for a character who seemed like a major player. Tony, I feel like you went, oh shit, when he, when he died. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's been, yeah, they, he's been, he was like in, I don't remember which episode he debuted in. We saw him a little bit of him. Then he had his own episode. And so, yeah, it definitely feels like, you know, we're building out the, uh, the enemy roster of this season. And I thought he was definitely going to be pivotal to that. Uh, but no, fuck that guy. He's a dick. I'm glad he's dead. Uh, and I'm <laughs> glad that, and like, it's not sure. like Rain is like a, a nice lady, but she's, I, she's interesting. And I'm, I'm excited to like keep rocking with her. 
She is yeah. interesting. You don't know what's going on behind, in her head half the time, I swear, when she's saying those yeah. lines. There's always like a another agenda that she's playing, I feel like. Totally. Such a good yeah. performance. It, it is an Emmy-worthy performance. I mean, this is why I think an Oscar nominee. I mean, she's mm-hmm. this woman's going to have an Oscar in our lifetime, for sure. I have no doubt totally. about it. Yeah. Um, so back we're back on the plane. Uh when they in they're interrogating Van Chant. Uh Vitz Simmons does their little Rochambeau, which is adorable. Uh Ward uses that tactic of blowing open the side of the plane, uh, which happened this week to an Alaska Airlines flight. Yeah. But I've never is... heard Rochambeau in my life. Is why is it really? is that, they just played rock, paper, You've scissors, actually right? Never but... never heard that. I think it's not it's, it's not an American thing to call it Rochambeau. It's like like I think it's like an overseas okay. thing, right? But it's rock, yeah, paper, scissors. Yeah, I think right? so. Yeah, it's yes. just another name for rock, paper, scissors. But I believe because they are not of American soil, they that's what they call. They don't it. have rock, paper, or scissors in England. Yeah, they don't use those over there. No, or Scotland. Okay. Okay. No. I thought that it was really fucked up that the interrogation room has the the capacity. To just Dude. open up and suck out whoever the fuck is in there. So, Dude, not, <laughs> only, not, not only that, it's also even more fucked up that Ward just somehow knew the guy was going to hang on enough yeah. to not yeah. die. Like, yeah, kind of crazy. That's hardcore. It's like, this <laughs> yeah. is our uh, interrogation room and waste disposal. Uh, I was like, it holy shit, wild. that's brutal. That was yeah. dark. Was he not attached to something? No. No, no he's just Hold hanging on to the table. Yes. It's wild. Yeah. He could have easily died there. Strap himself in, and he was like, "Good luck, motherfucker." And just, yeah, yeah, wild. Wow, I somehow just—I I don't know. I guess I'm just so used to like, oh, it'll work out. They know what they're doing. He's not going to fly out of the plane and die. He didn't. Great. He didn't because <laughs> he he's an agent, I guess. But other than that, I mean, anybody else would have died there, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, yep. you're probably yeah. right. Um, yeah. Okay, before we continue talking about the episode, I think it is time to take our uh, little mini break. So if you are uh, you need to go to the bathroom, refresh your drink, uh, go do that real quick. We'll be right back. Thank you for being here for Love in the Time of Hydra. We are here with Seth Ginsburg talking about the 11th episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Before we keep talking, I just want to once again shout out the people who were in the live chat who are here instead of watching the Golden Globes. We have Talking Leaves who said that they were in the middle of their fifth rewatch when they discovered our podcast. That's awesome. Uh, we've got oh, Susie in the yeah, Susie in the chat oh. saying that I believe this is the first time joining. So uh, we love to see it. The chat is really popping today and that makes me so happy because I was really sad about missing the Globes <laughs> and uh, and you're making it worth my while, and I appreciate that. Yeah, cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So, all right. So now that Poe is out of the way, he got electrocuted with a phone. Uh, Reyna is using her powers of persuasion on Coulson, and it's working. You know, they talk a lot about how great Ruth is in the commentary. No surprise, duh. She's amazing, as we just discussed. Um, but you know, um, it's funny. They said that uh, on set, it was a joke that. Ruth and Marissa Tancherone, the showrunner, look alike, and they would joke about it on on set. And I, I don't know, Seth, if you know what Mo looks like, but I don't see it at all. I do I not see. Uh, like th- yeah, they have curly hair, um, and they're both beautiful women, but I don't really see it. And I am going to do a poll on Instagram because I want to see if other people agree with this. We're going to do that this week because I was really surprised by that. Um, I, aside from the hair and the beauty, I don't really see it, but I totally see it. You see it. Did you, did you yeah. just look it up. Okay. Did it actually look it up? I, I looked up. I see. And it's not like, I mean, they must've just had the same haircut. Cause it's not like, Whoa, you guys look the same. It's not that at mm-hmm. all, but I do see a likeness for sure. All right, and maybe in person it's it's more so because sometimes that yeah. that happens versus you know pictures. And yeah. I've met Marissa, but I've never met Ruth, so I you know. Uh, but so Ruth is, or I'm sorry, Reina is persuading Colson to comply. And as Clark says in the commentary, he's a company man, but 
Rain is making some good points. He wants to know what happened to him. And so, yes, it it really is great. And eventually he does get in the machine and he starts to give in and really figure it out. And we get this kind of flashback of what's going on. And they straight up show his brain uh, with all these needles in there. It's genuinely scary. He's begging to die there's also like weird looking stuff that maybe is getting pumped into him so much is happening we basically finally learn that he's never been to tahiti well i mean i knew that i mean i I mean (laughs) i know but but it's confirmed obviously you know you're not stupid but (laughs) yeah 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 no it was really uh that was really jarring because you know i wasn't trying to predict you know they just they they keep you know, dropping these little bits here and there. Uh, and I, I was, man, it was ugly, man. That was really, really, really just sad and powerful to hear uh, Coulson uh, asking to die. That was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It was intense. I like, especially for an ABC show. When I saw that, I was like, dang, they really went, they were, they went for it here mm-hmm. because when I saw it, I was like, this is dark. Like it was, it was dark. Mm-hmm. And Very I dark. felt for him too. I felt for him real bad. Like yeah. I really did. And, and, and then also the idea of uh, uh, remembering it, remembering yeah. the time you were asking to die. And yeah. now you have to reckon with that part of yourself. Even if you, yeah. uh, even if you're better and more well and no longer have that in you, we, which we don't really know if he does, but like, that's, that's some heavy shit. And Colson played it so well. I mean, Clark Gregg played it so well. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's intense like his brain's exposed and it's just all those needles yeah. it's scary uh, but mm-hmm. he yeah so after after the whole rescue and everything colson does go and sees ron class r.i.p um and uh and oh. we learn that colson was not dead for minutes but rather days yeah, and we learn that direct yeah director fury moved heaven and earth and you know we we hear Hand in this episode say, like, she doesn't understand why this one guy is so important. But clearly, to Fury and to Maria Hill, it was important to go through all these hoops to save this one man. He is he is an important part of the S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. To, to, uh, to yeah. not just save him, but to do something uh, that's, like, scientifically monstrous. Uh, inhumane, so, yeah. Yeah, inhumane, they, they say. And, and I'm like, I'm... I'm so curious. I hope that we get to learn more about, you know, not, I mean, Colson's just a super good agent and a good man. So yeah, I can understand wanting him to not die, but the, the, the implication is that he has a deeper significance uh, that we don't yet know. At least I'm hoping yeah. that that's, what it is. but now, I mean, we know Colson is a, he's a revenant, man. He was, he was brought back from the dead, uh, which is wild. It is wild. Yeah. And I, and I'll say I had forgotten since I hadn't watched it for nine years, I had forgotten that this actually happens. But I know that Fury tends to be a guy that you never know what side he's on sometimes in the movies. He's like, he's always playing both sides a lot. But after seeing this and then remembering like, you know, what the team of the Avengers went through after Coulson died, it just like, I was like, dang, it made, it made me feel a certain way about Fury is what I'm saying. Like it really did. I was like, dang, this, you know, I, it, I don't know. I was like, Man, there's th- there's things about Fury that I just don't agree with sometimes. And this is kind of one yeah. of them. It really is. I know. It's hard, though, because we also, though, we got our boy back. So it's of course, he, he yeah. did a wrong thing to a good yeah. result. And they When they're showing all these little flashbacks, there is a moment where we see Fury. And I'm pretty sure that that's yeah. from a movie, but I couldn't clock it. If Do you guys know or someone in the chat no, no, knows no. I what? Don't, I don't think that was from a movie. No, I don't think it is. You don't? No, I don't. Th- I don't think it was. Interesting, because he's not credited, I don't think. Samuel Jackson, I don't think, oh, is credited, credited at all for this oh, episode. Amazing. I could be wrong, I but I don't think he is. I feel like no, he's not it made... for sure. I would have no. recognized. I would have I lost mm. my mind if I saw him in the credits. But yeah. Right. Well, even at the end credits. Um, if anyone in the chat knows the answer to this, please let us know. That's what you're here for, to help me with my job. Uh, yeah. So all of this, really important. And then, but then... Hear that, Maria? We, get to we the... just need the people in the chat. You can take a five. No, no, Maria is the most important of all. I'd be so lost without Maria. Uh, so the end credits, we get our post credit scene. And unfortunately, they spoiled that J. August Richards was in this episode. I, that that really yeah. bummed me out. Because as far as we knew, he exploded. And I think yeah. that if they hadn't have put his name in the credits, it would have been really cool. 
um, it's, it to reminds see me of like when you and I were watching uh, Buffy and Angel and you protected me every episode from watching the opening titles. We would, you know, mm -hmm. because they show, <laughs> they, 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 they spoil really good juicy reveals. And mm -hmm. here we are again. And it's, you know, years later and we're still, still like doing that in 2014, that same, same nonsense. I, I didn't know his I'm name, so it didn't spoil it for me, to be honest. Angel. I will admit, like, as much as I, I know this show very well, but I don't know it as well as, as Buffy and Angel in the terms that, like, I, I, all I need to do is see a title episode of Angel or, or Buffy, and I, and, I, and I can help. I didn't remember that Jay August was in this episode because he's only in the post credit scene. So hopefully in the future, I can protect you. Hashtag protect Tony. But the point is, we know Mike's alive, but goodness gracious, he's not doing well. He's missing a leg. He's got the centipede eye doohickey. This man cannot catch a break. Yeah. But that's yeah. exactly what J. August Richards does. It's the whole, the whole, all of Angel is J. August Richards getting the other shit kicked out of him, not catching a break. He's right in his zone. This is where J. August thrives. <laughs> this is, he's in the pocket. Cool little character arc that he's got, though, in this show, though, I will yeah, say. Oh, yeah. Three episodes. Cool character. Amazing Absolutely. character arc. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from like the first episode to now, it really is cool to see. Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, so many, so many foreshadowing things from the first episode that literally tie into just this episode too, which is mm -hmm. actually interesting. You know, is that like the doctor, for instance, was in the first episode when he said, you know, he doesn't know about Tahiti or whatever, and then you get him in this episode. It's great, actually. Oh, he's in there. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, in the very first episode. Yeah, neat. Mm -hmm. Ron Glass. Well, eventually, we'll get Tony to watch Firefly, and then he'll get some really good Ron Glass in his eyeballs. Mm. Um, but it's yes, it, it really. It's whenever people say that the first season isn't good or it's all just one-offs, I'm like, but that's just not true. It really does connect pretty early on, and mm -hmm. that's all I'm gonna say about that. I, I had this yeah. argument literally like once a week with somebody. <laughs> I mean, it is very procedural <laughs> for sure. The the first <laughs> season is it is, but yeah, but not as much as I think people think it is because yeah, no, the, like you couldn't watch this episode and know what's going on with I'm comparing the first yeah. season of of this to the first season of Buffy or Angel this becomes a, a, a cohesive connected show quicker than both of those that it, like mm -hmm. within like three or four episodes I'm like oh man this is all wrapping up and tying in and we're we're yeah. in we're on the path to long uh, story arcs so I mean I I, I agree that it's uh, it gets gets a bad rap Buffy does not become Buffy until season two, episode eleven. I love everything that's before it, but it, but that's how long it takes uh, to become like an arced show. But you know what? Sometimes I forget this is not a Buffy podcast. It is an Agents Sorry. of Shield podcast. <laughs> Our bad. And so, uh, uh, so some other fun details, moments from the episode, from the commentary, a little history. So when the commentary starts. It starts on the previously on where Clark Gregg's like chest is all exposed. And so like the first thing in this commentary you hear is Clark talking about his hairy chest. And I I don't want to tell this story today, but have I shared the zaddy Clark Gregg story on the podcast before? God, please do tell. Mm, go on. <laughs> I mean, I, I have don't go on. Yeah. I guess I, okay. Well, maybe now I teased it. Maybe I should just tell you. Um, so there's, I don't want to spoil, but there is a season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where Clark Gregg is like especially hot. And uh, I was tweeting a lot about how he was a zaddy. And, you know, Clark Gregg follows me. And there was one. A group really? interview that's, yeah, that's and cool. there was well, there was one group interview that the cast did that season, and Clark Gregg says in the interviews, he goes, "Well, I just I learned what a zaddy was. Apparently, I'm a zaddy this season." I was like, "That would be." I uh, informed Clark Gregg about his zaddy status, and I'm real proud of that. Wow, uh, yeah, um, I don't know what he'd do without well, you. Yeah, yes. honestly, uh, he lives a better life now. He really does. <laughs> yeah, yes, he does. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Snowbat in the comments. I know a season six fan right there. Um, all right. So uh, Clark and Chloe both uh, geeked out over uh, the new the new Marvel logo, which was really fun because it's like the comic -y, it's the comic book oh, stuff still. Cool. And all that right. was really cute. Chloe said it gave her a geek boner, which I thought was really funny. Wow. Nice. Cutie. What a cutie. Mm. Oh, um, Susie in the comments is asking what a zaddy means. It's basically like a hot dad, you know, uh, like a sexy dad who doesn't actually have to be a dad. So typically older, an older man of sexual yeah. appeal. That's what all the young people say is. nowadays. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to figure out, like, like I get, I get that he's attractive and I can get that, like, oh, okay, he's extra attractive. But, like, 
Clark, like in this season you're referencing, but Clark Gregg is just such baseline Clark Gregg and everything. So I'm just trying yeah. to imagine why he's extra hot in one season. So mm. I'll just I'll just continue to try and work this over until I finally see it in a few years. Yep, just you'll figure it out eventually. On. You'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's just half dressed. That's what it is. It's just wardrobe changes. I can't. I'm trying to have a hard time figuring it out. Anyway. Oh, you're not ready. Uh, but that's ready. a far ways away. A uh, fun thing in this episode: Sky gets to say, "Don't touch Lola." That's a cute moment. Uh, in the commentary, mm. Chloe talks about how her relationship with Clark really mirrors Sky and Coulson's because when she started the show, she was very green in the industry, and he was kind of a mentor to her, and that was really sweet to hear them talking about. That's Aww. cool. That's really that's cool. Nice. Actually. Yeah. I know. I actually I just, love, by the way, that he loves his car so much because I'm a big car guy. So, like, the oh yeah, he name, names his car. It's actually not, I do love that. Just so you know, does your car have <laughs> yeah. a name? Uh, my old car did. Mm -hmm. My name was Scarlet. Um, oh, so, yeah, yeah. It was after Johansson. <laughs> she was hot. She was very hot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was Was it a Marvel name, Scarlet? Was this? No, no. Actually, oh. it's just I called her Scarlet just because that's the name that came to me. Or that she oh. she told me her name is really what happened. That's that's how it went. Sorry, yeah. Of course, no disrespect to her, obviously. Oh no, yeah. obviously, yeah. yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Tony yeah. Knight's car is is called Javert after the Les Mis character. <laughs> okay, okay, I like that. <laughs> a uh, Hyundai Elantra, and there is no connectivity between the name and the make or model of the car. <laughs> no. Uh, no, we no, just no. won a Les Mis lip sync that week and thought we would honor it. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. love that. So at, at one point in this episode, Coulson says, so clutch. And I have no nothing to talk yeah. about. I just needed to bring it up. Like, what? Why? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did find that funny. I really did find it funny when he said that. I was like, were, were we saying clutch back then? I don't remember. We just started. Even... We just started. <laughs> did we just start saying it? Like, so I, I was so surprised to hear that thrown in there. And by him, of all people, to be honest. Yeah, it was uh, a weird one. Uh, we also learned in this episode that Coulson's dad died when he was young and that his mom is now gone. And I can't think of many times that Coulson's family is mentioned. Um, and so that is, that's really interesting. Uh, well, we, yeah. a little bit of the onion is peeled back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, boy, peeled all the yeah. way back. I saw his fucking brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't learn much about his past really at all, huh? Except, I mean, that line reveals quite a bit, actually, about mm -hmm. his past, or, I mean, a small bit, I guess. Yeah, yeah other than the dating the cellist, yeah. we don't really know much about his personal yeah. life. Yeah, so no, I think that that's pretty close to the chest, other yeah. than him hooking up with, uh, what's her name? The, uh, the, 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 oh, oh, the, the, the South, Af South American woman. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, he can get it. He sure he can get it. it. That's a zaddy <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, going back to the the rescue of Coulson in that like deserted the the town the bomb forgot uh, that that all that is really cool and uh, I think that was Paul the writer's idea to because they wanted to set it in kind of a creepy cool spot and it, it. it's very hills have eyes that that kind of yeah. setting and i love that when they capture reina simmons says bet there aren't any, aren't any flower dresses where she's going yeah <laughs> that was i laughed so hard like I that, know yeah, you you're a burn yeah <laughs> so it's a good burn <laughs> oh i wanted to say a couple things though about the uh the extraction of colson at that site because mm -hmm. uh uh ward like uh, he's fighting one of the super soldiers and he puts this like electrical charge into his mouth and punches him. He the rocked him, which is like, like Nicholas cage in uh, the rock, like with the poison capsule, the little spear. Oh yeah. He, like pops that dude with like, like that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, he did that with like an electrical charge. I was like, he got the rock by ward. Uh, I yeah. thought that was cool. And uh, may I think has, cause you know, I'm a, you know, I'm really love uh, fight choreography. And I think may had my favorite fucking combo. I've seen her do yet. My favorite little bit of May fighting was in this sequence. And it was literally just her fighting one of those super soldiers. And I can't even remember what the combo was, but it was like four strikes and took the she dude down. Close lines them. Yeah. She close lines. That was like the last one. I was, it was just yeah, like yeah, bang, yeah. bang, boom, bomb. And it was yeah. like so clean and hard. I was like, oh, May, you rock. Uh, yeah. That's it. I just thought the team did a really good job. I didn't put this in my notes, so I'm glad Talking Leaves in the comments mentioned it. Sky just punching Reina. That's pretty good. Yeah. That was yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Good girl, Sky. All, all of that, re uh, really enjoyable, that, that whole scene. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, this is this episode's so good. Um, good so episode. then, you know, 
when it all comes comes down, everything's good, everyone's safe. Colson thanks Sky by removing her bracelet, and he says disengage bracelet. Yeah. That was great. That was great. So, uh, but, so that was the password the whole time, but did it have to be his voice, or do you think she could have said that and it would have come off? Is that is that what the I, joke is? I took it as it could anybody could have said it because yeah. just based on Chloe right. and its reaction to like really that was mm -hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, a fun thing about this episode that Chloe talks about in, a lot in the commentary is that she has to drive a lot in this episode. You know, she drives right. both of those really nice cars. And but at this point already in the production, Chloe had been banned from driving golf carts on set because she was such a bad driver. So oh, literally when they wrote this episode, they were like, are you sure? You want Chloe driving these really expensive cars. And they had to literally give, they gave Chloe a piece of paper to let her know how much the Lamborghini cost compared to her like Prius. Just so she understood how much the car was worth. And she said, she goes, at one point she almost hit a camera and missed the mark. Um, when she take, took that second car in the script, she was supposed to stall it because the car wasn't automatic. And she actually did stall it. But for some reason they didn't keep that in the episode. <laughs> Wow, dude, dude. that poor girl. I can't imagine the anxiety of trying to act a scene, but also be constantly terrified that, that knowing that everyone thinks you're going to wreck this Lamborghini. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I, I did a scene once where I had to drive a car, actual like filming something where I drove a car. And it was so funny. The fact that I've driven a car for years, but then when they were putting a camera on me and I had to drive a car, I was so I was so scared that I was going to yeah. do literally <laughs> anything wrong, dude. And right. all I had to do was drive like five feet and I was still scared. <laughs> yeah. I have not driven yeah, a car in at least 12 years. So I can't even imagine, like I would have a whole panic attack. Uh, oh, one yeah. funny yeah. thing, uh, obviously though, she didn't actually, isn't the one who crashed the car. That was a stunt person. Oh, uh, course, they did, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. They did <laughs> joke just, about that I, in the I commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what's funny is when she crashes the car and then she's kind of really pleased with herself and talking to the roadside assistants, both Clark and Chloe in the commentary are like, you're being really sexual. Like, and it's true when you go back and watch that scene, the way she like reacts, it, it, it kind of comes off as sexual, uh, not on purpose. Yeah, she's like, she yeah. gets off on crashing yeah. cars. Uh, mm. That's great, Chloe Bennett. Good for you. Yes. Another fun little thing. So Rob Hubel plays the wealth dumb guy. And oh, yeah, he's funny. it's funny. The last time that I fully binged all of shield was in 2020 leading up to season seven. That, uh, that was the last time I did the whole thing from start to finish. And, uh, it was during lockdown. It was when we were like fully we had nothing going on. So I was crushing, crushing yeah. through this rewatch. And I, I really enjoy Rob Hubel. And there's that, that uh, picture of him, like the Warhol, he has like a Warhol yeah. of himself, yeah, yeah, Warhol yeah, knockoff. Yeah. So I Instagram, I was Instagram storing something from every episode because what the fuck else were we doing then, right? Like I was just shielding on Instagram, and I tagged him and I said, I really hope they let Rob Hubel keep that painting. And he responded, and he goes, Ha ha, nope. I'm like, Why would you get that to him? What are you gonna do with that picture of Rob Hubel's four faces? That's so yeah, cool that he responded, though. That's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Yeah, nobody's auctioning that off. Give it to the. <laughs> <No>. Although I, <laughs> I would, would totally my wall for sure. I would absolutely. I, 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 I forget would. what I just said. Then <laughs> yeah, it would <laughs> go right here. Are, are in right here. <laughs> awesome. Oh, By the um, way, he another... plays that guy in a lot of things that he does, and he's always yes. just so great at playing yeah. that freaking guy. Like he he's always. A total is. Yeah, he's so, I love I it. I think he's funny as hell. Yeah, yeah. He's he's, uh, a fun, another fun Rob Hubel story. Uh, I didn't live in LA yet, but I was visiting LA. But uh, when I saw uh, Black Panther in theaters, I was visiting LA, and Rob Hubel was in the same theater as I was. Uh, wow. Seeing Black Panther, and but the the electricity went out in the theater, and some of us waited thirty minutes for the movie to restart. But Rob did not. He he left. So I don't he know if Rob Hubel's ever seen the second half of Black Panther. Oh, damn. Oh. What an interesting fact. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's Instagram him that. Let's ask him. Yeah. Mm, Tweet it, Jamie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sh Should have had him on the show. Should have. Um, yes. But uh, moving on, another good story that Chloe told in the um, in the commentary is that she at one point had to go to the Apple Genius Bar uh, because she couldn't figure out her iTunes and they were all laughing 
And she's like, why, why are you laughing? And they're like, you play a hacker on TV and you can't even uh, figure out your iTunes. Wow. That's, that's really great. funny. That's really funny, actually. Yeah. Yeah, she got uh, she got real burned by the genius bar people. <laughs> yeah, who <laughs> have no business burning anyone, but that's that's hilarious. By the way, even just the throwback of trying to figure out your iTunes, amazing, right there. That's <laughs> ten what, years what, ago. What a, what, a, what a throwback that is. Right Those there. are Wolf of Wall Street days back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, dude. One thing that Clark says in the commentary is that one of the mannequins was a milkman, and yeah. uh, right. apparently. Yeah. Um, he said that there was a bunch of theories going around Twitter about this milkman mannequin. And I don't know if he was joking or if he was being serious, but if anybody in the chat knows what the heck he was talking about, I tried to Google like agents of shield milkman theories and nothing came up. So if anybody oh, knows the, what that's uh, about, very famous and beloved Marvel villain, the milkman. That <laughs> yeah. <talking> <laughs> that sounds like, like a DC not... villain. Yeah. yeah. That actually does. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, one final thing in the commentary that was really cute when the end credits were rolling and everybody's names were going, uh, they called everyone in the credits, their family. And that was really cute. Aww. Yeah. See, I, I know. like that, you know, working with them. That's just that's sweet. Nice. They're I mean, so sweet. they probably did become very close over those seasons. I'm sure. I mean, mm-hmm. seven years. Uh, damn. Genuinely yeah, no, a, a cast that loves each other. I've seen it. Uh, yeah. It's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and a couple other facts. The filming occurred from November 7th to November 18th, 2013. So this was filmed before the new year, which makes sense. Um, and one other fun thing, uh, VFX supervisor Mark Kolpak, who we shouted out earlier, um, oh, yeah. uh, his his vision for the robot arm uh, was it, uh, that was in Coulson's brain was a mm. mix between Edward Scissorhands and a Black Widow spider, which I thought was a cool concept. Yeah, that's wow. a scary combo. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That is scary. For some reason, I got yeah. Matrix vibes from it. That's what I... Thank you, I was about to say. It reminded yeah. me of the... What are they called? Um, the, In the Matrix, those... I don't remember what they're called, but I know exactly what you're talking about. But that's what those it reminded t- me of. Tentacled yeah. guys. That made me, th- yeah. made me think of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, so that is all I have in terms of this episode. Uh, Tony, is there any er, anything you want to talk about before you get kicked out? No, I think I expressed all of my thoughts. I have check marks on all of my notes. Uh, hey guys, look, if you can, you know, those of you who are watching, Jamie got me a Colossus sticker and I put him on my, on my <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. notepad. Uh, he's not in this great. show, but I do love him. He's a Marvel character. Uh, no, I think, I've, uh, I think I've, I've said everything. So, I mean, I guess uh, I could shout out some people who've, uh, who've done some things for us on this. Uh, we've got Stephanie uh, at Eclectic Muses. Thank you so much. Uh, for doing our uh, our wicked awesome artwork and Ryan Mira of Yellow Pills, you can find him at Yellow Pills Music on Instagram. He did our music, which is good. And thank you to Maria, our producer Maria. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Uh, I was a little rusty. I'll be better next week. <laughs> it's oh, been. You're, you're doing you're great. Still hungover. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I love right. that. So, um, wait, before Tony leaves. Oh yeah, go ahead. James. I just want to ask real quick, Tony, what is your favorite Marvel character? I would love to actually know that. Can I ask that? Uh, like, like MCU? Like, yeah, 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 just in general. I would love to know. So, like, you mean, like, in the movies or in the comics abroad? I'll, I'll take, sure. Okay, so Both. in the movies, I was, it, it is Vision. He's my favorite, and that, that's been represented okay. Vision's in Vision's a solid choice. Uh, I like that. After that, like, just kind of, I think, favorite Marvel character, Silver Surfer. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those okay. are my dudes. Loki's always it's, been one of my favorites, personally. Yeah, yeah. that's great. a great choice. Yeah. It's yeah. cute that Tony's his visions and mine's Scarlet Witch. Um, ah, so that's cute, guys. That's real cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah what can I say? <laughs> Jamie has a Loki um, tattoo. You have to get. It. You have to see it. I do. I have a Loki tattoo and a Scarlet Witch tattoo. I've um, always said if I was going to play any character in the MCU, I would want it to be Loki. Like that's who I would want to play. Is that character? You are yes. a scamp. You are a scamp, Seth. So I think. <laughs> You could do I'm it. telling you, I, I could be that devious guy, dude. I could. I yeah, could man. Yeah. yeah. One day, the the reboot will happen. Okay. Yeah. The younger version, younger version of Loki, Loki, you know, maybe, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm ready. Um, before Tony leaves, just a reminder to everybody that we are back in one week next week for episode 12, January 14th. If you are also leaving with Tony, uh, some reminders, don't forget to follow us on social media at LidoPod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, from there, you can check out our link tree and find out everywhere you can listen to us, like and subscribe to our channel, leave us those five-star reviews. And as always, if you leave us a question with your review, we'll answer it on the podcast. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if Again, if you have not seen past episode 11 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it is time to leave. Goodbye, Tony. Goodbye, guys. We're leaving the room. Bye. Hello, Seth. It's just us now. Hi. Yes, finally. Privacy. So, <laughs> so before I continue, do do we want to keep you spoiler-free from Beyond Season 2? I'm very um, happy to do that. Uh, I actually don't mind if you want to talk okay. about stuff. I don't mind at all, okay. actually. I, I plan I on watching it again, but I also am totally open to just discussing anything because I, I actually love that kind of thing. So, cool. I, I think most of the stuff I do have down is stuff that you've seen, which is obviously the big thing. If I can uh, remember it, I, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, is I'm sure like Ward is, you know, Ward is Hydra. I'm always afraid that Tony's going to hear me, even though I know he's out yeah. smoking. Yeah. Um, so, one thing about this episode that makes me so sad is like watching Ward and Victoria Hand butt heads when we know that he's going to fucking shoot her in the face in a couple episodes. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. That is interesting. And also, Sky is something that we don't know. I can't remember that exactly either, but she is. Fine, right. right. Yes. So we find out her identity about halfway through season two. Um, right, right. I don't remember yeah. that. Okay, I, 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 I won't say. I'll I'll keep that for you. Um, yeah. they, it it was funny. They did drop a lot of spoilers in the commentary, and I when Tony was in the other room, and I was getting so stressed out, but he didn't hear anything. Nice, nice, good. Mm. Yeah. And of course, the big thing in the end is that Mike is about to become Deathlock, and I think Tony's going to be so excited when that's revealed. Oh, right, 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 mm -hmm. right. That makes so much sense. Because I was like, man, this guy keeps coming back. I mean, this guy scored the role of a lifetime here. <laughs> yeah. He really did. And that makes sense. Okay, that's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some cool stuff going down. And then we, guys, only 92 days until episode 17. That's, that's like, how long we're trying to protect Tony. That's when the Winter Soldier tie-in comes in and we find out who is Hydra. Right. Right. D dang. How many days, you said? 92. We have 92 to go. That is insane. That's actually I know. insane. It's really, it's it's stressing me out. But and we, these came fine. out a week apart originally too, right? Yeah, yeah. so we're, every we episode we do is on the 10th anniversary of oh, of when the okay, episode, yeah. to, like actual. I also, I, I wanted to say this earlier oh, because genius, Tony brought actually. up, yeah, Tony brought up The Rock. Today is 60th birthday of my man Nick Cage. So 10 years ago today was his 50th. I should have put that in the opening. Dang, Nick Cage, dude. Love Nick Cage. <laughs> I, I know really he's my boy. I still haven't seen um, uh, the dream movie, dream scenario. Oh, I still want to see that. It's pretty good. It's it is actually it? cracked my cage top twenty, which is oh really love yeah. that, love that. Mm -hmm. Gotta gotta watch it. Gotta watch it. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, so so you asked and somebody in the comments asked about my Agents of Shield tattoo, but it is from season six. So you okay. would not know, but for those listening it is from fear and loathing on planet kitson where um daisy and Gemma get really high on space drugs hell yeah yeah hell so yeah. that's yeah i will i will we've post all been there on Twitter. <laughs> we've all been there <laughs> yes um seth before we go is there anything um shieldy that you want to mention or anything you want to pluck uh no, you know the only thing i, I want to ask is so they they never mention Coulson ever coming back in the movies after he dies, right? Is that I can't remember if that ever happens. Correct, and that's a big thing of whether or not like the whole thing is does Agents of Shield take place in the sacred timeline? And we kind of right. know because of season five, it can't. Because maybe it branches off. Then that's a big discussion we often have. But no, it is never the Avengers never find out that Coulson's alive, so it's not really clear still to this day if he yeah. is alive in the main timeline. Uh, you know, but, but now with canon. the multiverse. Well, it's canon in the multiverse, but it's unclear. It, at one point, it was ca absolutely canon. It was hashtag, yeah. it's all connected. It was considered canon. But because season five veered off and didn't do the Thanos snap, spoiler, sorry, um, oh, they don't okay. They do not do Thanos. Everything was connected until season five when they 
ignored the snap. So in my mind, the first five seasons are in the sacred timeline and then it branches out into a different uh, timeline. But Mm -hmm. there is no official word from anybody. So in, but with with the multiverse, it's like, whatever. Um, anything's possible i mean Boys it would kind of ruin their whole the whole thing that happened with the team if they knew that colson was still alive i guess so i guess they could never really say that i guess technically but yeah know. but we're so far away from it too that like know. you know it's not you know i i i think that eventually we'll get an answer um susie in the chat is asking if tony is caught up on M- mcu and yes he he's seen all the movies he's in all the shows he uh Disney Plus shows, he's seen everything. And he's never really thought about Winter Soldier in terms of connecting to the show. I, he's got to know. That Which, it, by the way, that it, I think is my number one MCU movie. It's that one. Me too. So, it's yeah. me too. Um, yeah. The only thing that beats it for me is WandaVision, and that's not a movie. So I agree. It's not my favorite. Great, great show, though. Absolutely mm-hmm. great show. I think I think it's like between Winter Soldier and, you know, Endgame, or actually infinity infinity war probably mm. is probably my oh. number my number two so all great choices <laughs> they're yeah. oh so good um yeah it's a it's it's a question that we have been pondering upon for years now whether yeah. or not it's it's official and again uh, eventually i feel like secret wars might answer all of our questions we'll see um Let's hope so uh yeah. yeah yeah i've yeah um yeah. when um seth where can the people find you on social media uh, my Instagram is just at Seth Ginsburg, just all, all in one, but it's a, yeah, G I N S B E R G. But the, the real one you should go check out is our sketch comedy page that I have with my two buddies. Uh, we make sketch comedy, 30, 30 year old related sketch comedy. We're called the aging millennials. It's just aging underscore millennials on Instagram. And then on YouTube, it's just aging millennials. A lot of funny over 30 content there. If you guys are interested in that at all. So, yeah. Well, as an over 30 myself, I yeah. look forward to checking it out. <laughs> it's it's there's some funny stuff on there for sure so awesome uh everybody keep that in mind check it out thank you everybody for listening especially to the chat the chat today was really popping and i really appreciate that thanks to everyone who was listening later on the podcast platforms or watching on youtube we love you join us next week january 14th uh for episode 12 seeds we're heading to shield academy everybody we'll be live on youtube and twitch once again at 5 p.m pacific time and if you can't make the live stream check us out later happy new year everybody goodbye thank you again <laughs>